0: Welcome, welcome, peace, and blessings, and namaste, and Hotep family. <laughs> it's your boy, J-Rated-R, and you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio, where you hear it first and you heard it here. If not hearing it here is hearing it first. I'm your boy, J-Rated-R, and you are listening to Pharaoh Radio on Tuesday, December the 3rd of 2019. It is definitely a pleasure, once again, to speak with you all, family. I want to definitely say thank you to all of you that supported uh, DNA Veasley and myself on Fable Radio uh, yesterday, where we actually did the um, podcast on Deja Vu, and of course we also talked a little bit about blessings and the gift of giving and the gift of blessings and what type of blessing is a gift which is all forms of blessings. And we also talked a little bit about the importance of the divine feminine energy in spirituality. Uh, Very important, family. Those things that we talk about, or I talk about, or anything on this show, it definitely has relevance to it, okay? You can actually apply these techniques, these sciences and methods to your own life. And, you know, if you guys ever feel... As I always say, the need to say something or you want to have a question about something you heard on the show or something you haven't heard. You'd like us to talk about it. Well, you already got the information. Definitely make contact with me. Uh, Even now that uh, DNA Veasley is going to be a co-host on Fatal Radio from time to time, definitely contact her as well. And if you have any questions you'd like either one of us to speak on, you already know. So, family, it is definitely getting more cooler as, as expected because it is that time of the year. Uh, and as many of you heard me say, it's neither here or there. Um, it is just that. This is expected. We are uh, entering upon winter. So, definitely get your warm clothes ready. Get your minks and your fur coats and your big coats and whatnot. And if you can help it, Try to stay away from jackets, but hey, if that's all you got to make it work, baby. Um, I just want you all to know that Pharaoh um, Radio is growing uh, very quickly, even faster than what I could imagine. Uh, the word is getting out more. I'm starting to notice a lot more of you are tuning in to the show. And for those of you who actually been. Uh, supporting the show in every way possible By sharing uh, the ads uh, Voicing uh, You know, telling people Hey, check this out uh, Tune in to this On Favor Radio I really want to thank you guys um, Because that's what's going to help Fayetteville Radio grow It's what's going to help get more broadcasts out It's also going to help us know What it is you guys really like hearing the most And I know I have a broad uh, topic of Discussions that I do <laughs> On Favourite Radio But it's for any and everybody And maybe more for some than others Depending on the subject itself Because each and every one of you Have your own likes and favorites To what I discuss And uh, I think that's a blessing So to me that is A gift given to me by you all Is being listeners and viewers And audiences of Favor Radio uh stay tuned family like i said we do have up and coming uh we have some more up and coming guests we have interviews we have more information uh, all these things i wish i could give it to you all in one day one sitting but we just can't we have to work with uh the schedules of others for one and we have to be able to maintain uh a certain aspect of uh our time on the show so uh, but, you know, like I said, it's, it's it's my show. I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. Uh, and if I want to make as many series or whatever, many parts that is to a subject that I'm discussing, I can do so. And I urge you all, for those of you who are interested in doing maybe your own podcast, definitely give Anchor a try, man. It, you will not be disappointed. Trust me, fam. Uh, on that note. We are definitely going to let our sponsors with Anchor get it in, as always. Definitely want to thank Anchor again for making this all possible and happen. Uh, thank them for their hard work and their diligence and how they always make sure things are running smoothly uh, because they know the vital importance of people uh, having their own podcasts and shows and uh, the lovely audience such as yourselves who tune in to my show or any show on podcasts such as Anchor, uh, the importance of it. So on that note, family, definitely we'll get into more of a discussion when we get back. You guys stay tuned. Peace, peace, and blessings, family. It's your boy, J-Rated R, and you are tuning in to Fay Roll Radio. We are giving a very special shout-out to a beautiful divine queen, you all know her, DNA Veasley. Definitely support this sister. She is bad like that. And definitely support her new podcast, which is called DNA Lifestyle Talks. Yes, that's right. She has her own podcast show. And she will also be co-hosting from time to time on Pharaoh Radio with your boy, Jay Read It All. She brings a lot of energy, wisdom, and experience to the table, family. This sister does a little bit of everything. And we're just getting in the beginning of what she does. She's also a financial teacher of investments, cryptocurrencies, and many, many other things. She also has her own websites. So you can buy natural products, herbs, oils, lotions, and much, much more. You can definitely tune in to DNA Veasley at DNA Beasley at Instagram. You can also tune in to her. That's Lady V's. That's L-A-D-Y-V-E-A-Z. You can also get with her on DNA V's. That's D-N-A-V-E-A-Z at Instagram. She has many other names. DNA Duchess. Check her out. D N D N A D U C H E S S. The sister is bad like that. She's beautiful. And she's doing many works for so many communities. She's also a minister. And she does much spiritual work family. You can definitely tune in to her on Favor Radio. Where me and her do discuss many different topics. And again family this is just the beginning. We want to give our sister a special shout out. And thank her for all that she does in the communities and globally. On that note. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. You're tuning in to Fable Radio. As always, stay blessed. I'm out. Peace and namaste. All right, all right, family, we are back. It's your boy, J-Rated R. And of course, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Family, we're not going to really get into anything heavy, heavy today. You know how we do. But I definitely kind of want to go over just a few terms. Uh, and I feel like this could be slightly more important than even some of the things we talk about as of recently. Only because when it comes to communication, family, that's most key in any language. In that department. Today's title is going to be about precepts, exegesis, and of course, allegory, etc. Excuse me, fam. And the reason why I wanted to kind of touch real quickly on those terminologies is because lately we've been doing a lot of discussions, mostly in the spiritual department. Ever since I did my spiritual journey, uh, it kind of just went from there into ancient Kemet, Pyramid technology, spiritual ritual technology. We started t- touching briefly about Pharaoh's royal bloodlines. We talked about, uh, you know, a lot of what me and, and DNA Vesley have been talking about uh, paradigm shifts. You guys have been hearing a little bit of everything. And like I said, we talk about everything on my show, family. But the one word that sums everything up in the world, that connects everything, good or bad, known and unknown, spirituality, it's spirituality. And that is what animates these bodies. That's what keeps the world turning by the creator or force or God, if you will. Um, And it's what gives us the freedom to make our decisions, whether right or wrong. There are consequences for things that we do. Uh, the word sin in the Bible means simply the transgression against the laws of God, not following God's commandments. Now we know of ten in the Bible, but actually there's precept after precept, and that's what I want to talk about. Because if we really truly study the Aramaic, or the tr- uh, what shall I say, the Israelite, tr- uh, the true Israelite tradition of the Hebrew God Yahweh, some say Yah which is also his name, which means the sustainer, then you must know there's at least 613 or 600 plus commandments, but we've only been given 10. And yeah, we struggle with that. And if we want to go even a little bit further, And I know the Hebrew Israelite brothers were feeling me up until this point about until I'm what I'm about to say. And that is a lot of those laws come directly from the Egyptian laws. Now, Egypt, there's different types of Egypt. It's all one Egypt family. Let me not confuse you all on that. When I say Egypt, I am talking about the one in Africa. Right. There's different many countries in Africa. There's oh, my God, there's so many countries, different tribes. Right we can't pinpoint just how big Africa really is. You got different language of tribes and beliefs in Africa, especially nowadays since it's more modern. A lot of the older traditions are still keeping practice what they know to be true within their uh, ancestral lineage. But I wanna say something, just because somebody's of the same color doesn't mean they're from the same tribe. It does not necessarily also mean that they're the same nationality. You know, black people have always been summed up as if you're black, you're African-American, which I, I really hate that term. Just like I hate the word black. Black has no sovereignty. It is not a nationality. It is simply a color. White people aren't white. That is not a nationality. That is simply a color. And we can go on and on about different races on this planet. But there's only really one race. OK, we've been duped into thinking that They're separate races on the planet because the color of the people are different. And this stuff does go back to your Bibles, even though they've been manipulated and tampered with and things have been taken out or words have been changed. It's still very relevant, family. Now, I'm not going to get into the the relevance or the importance or the truth of the Bible in this particular show today. So no worries, because that, again, is going to have to be a series that we do. And we're going to have to do it probably with a little bit of more commentary. I would definitely... Uh, love to have uh, the co-host Miss Veasley DNA Veasley on it and we can all discuss that Uh, but in the meantime there are other people who will also be coming onto the show we'll be talking about different topics Uh, I do want to say this family we will have a special guest appearance very soon from two different people at two different times Uh, and there's actually more people coming on the show within this month but I'm only going to name the most recent three uh at different times we are to expect having uh Miss Tawana Canada come on the show. Uh the sister is uh, a blessing, she's amazing. Uh, you know, me and her always chopping it up on a regular. So uh definitely I cannot wait for you all to hear the intelligence on that sister. She she she's just real, she's authentic and uh, you know. We're going to have fun. <laughs> going to definitely introduce you guys to her. And then we're going to have uh, LA, uh, LA from the LA show come on the show. Uh, you know, also, I want to say to this family. I want to give a quick shout out to LA. She uh, is going through some things at the moment. And we definitely want to give her our love and prayers to her and her family. Uh, we definitely wish that sister a speedy recovery and uh, whatever she's dealing with. And just to let her know we do love her uh, and we support her and everything that she's going through and all that she does. So to her, I want us all to just give a quick prayer and shout out to her. Uh, blessings to that sister. She puts a lot of work in uh, for the communities all over the world. She's globally known and definitely support her. Uh, you definitely will hear her commercial come up on this next commercial break. So definitely take some time out to check her out, support all that she's doing. Uh, and you know just once again we want to throw our prayers her way uh and then of course we're gonna be soon having returning back to the show Rich Styles of Rich Styles collection uh one of my closest friends like a brother to me so uh he's definitely doing his thing without a doubt but real quick family before we jump into today's topics we're definitely gonna go into our next commercial break so you guys take all of what I've said in thus far As food for thought. And on that note, I'm your boy, J-Rated R. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned, fam. Hey, hey, hey. Greetings, family. It's your boy, J-Rated R. And you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Today, we're giving a very, very, very special shout-out to a very, very, very successful businesswoman. And she's got her own podcast, fam. You guys may probably already know her, but I'm here to give a shout out to LA Show. That's right, LA Show is in the house. And if you ever, ever interested in getting any type of real news, whether it's on black media, whether it's about black businesses, black talent and promotions, or any type of news in general, Definitely want to check this sister out. Show her your love. Give her all of your attention. Definitely subscribe and share with your friends and family. And definitely, definitely keep supporting her on everything she does. She also has a YouTube channel as well, fam. And if you go to her Instagram, L.A. Show. She actually has the link to her YouTube channel in her bio. So why are you still listening to me? Definitely get on and check this sister out. She's all of that and a whole lot more. I'm your boy J.Raid at all. And as always, y'all be good and safe. I'm signing off saying peace and namaste. Blessings, family. We are back. And you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio once again. So, family, I'm glad that you all are definitely tuning in. Uh, once again, it is a glorious day. And it's glorious because we are alive. That is the only reason it's glorious. We are alive and we're able to witness these things that we call good and bad and appreciate them all because when the good comes, we understand it on a much more spiritual, more deep An enlightening level hopefully most of us if not all of us will get there um so family we are talking about precepts we're talking about exegesis we're talking about allegory and all of these terminologies in one way shape form or fashion or another they definitely do connect um and we're gonna get a little bit into them today family nothing extravagant nothing uh long and out of the way uh just want you all to familiarize yourself that when you're doing a lot of your studies or when you're trying to piece uh the puzzle of different mystery school teachings together don't make it work enjoy it you know pray to the creator of all things pray to the most high as to be guided properly and given the knowledge on those things and family this is what i wanted to say a lot of you just listening to me go into certain topics of the bible uh, majority of you, I'm sure, are all mostly, in sh- some shape, form, or fashion, familiar with the Bible. And most of you are Christians. I'm sure I have a few uh, Muslims. I'm sure I have a few people who are, uh, are not religious. I happen to be one of the people who, who is not a religious person. And I want to say, I will end up doing a show on religion versus spiritualism or spirituality. Uh, There's nothing wrong with religion, family. If you are dedicated to your beliefs and if it's blessing you and if it's giving you prosperity, if it's giving you uh, knowledge and understanding. You know, if you're somebody who solely believes in the Bible and nothing outside of that, then I want to tell you there's nothing wrong with that. The only thing I would say is this. Do not ever get to a point where you feel that what you know is better than anyone else, only because knowledge is in different forms. And if you are a person of the Bible, then you'll understand this. When I quote Hosea 4, 6 briefly and say that my people are destroyed for they lack knowledge. Right. In fact, let's not even go ahead and quote some of it. Let's do it the proper way Because I don't want these words to seem like my words Anytime I'm quoting something to you all I want you to know these are not my words These are words coming from wherever I'm quoting them And if this is the Bible we're talking about Then we definitely must quote the Bible as is So I'm going to go real quickly to Hosea 4, 6 Chapter 4, verse 6 And we're going to check and see uh, What that really is saying Okay Okay so we're in Hosea right now We're in chapter 4 And this is what it reads Verse 6 My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge Because thou has rejected knowledge I will also reject thee That thou shalt be no priest to me Shalt be no priest to me Seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God I will also forget thy children Now, the children he's referring to are the Israelites, but we're not going to get into the specifics of it. Let's go a little. Let's go back for a second and let's talk about this before we jump into our topic, because this is basically somewhat of a topic that we're discussing. It's a precept line upon line, precept upon precept, a little here, a little there. Okay, and you'll find that in the scriptures in Isaiah chapter 28. But let me go ahead and talk to you real quickly about hosea 4 6 and why i say what i say about going into the bibles or anywhere else so in hosea we see in the chapter 4 verse 6 that god is saying his people are destroyed for lack of knowledge knowledge family is what helps you know who you are why you're here what your purpose is what the laws and the commandments are that god bestowed upon his people and the reason why I say that you must know the precepts or study the precepts because this is what connects the dots. So we going back a little further to what I said just maybe a minute or two ago. A lot of you who feel that you know what you know, do not know as nearly as much as you could know because there's an ego involved. If you want to know more of what God is saying, then you have to follow his commandments. Now, I'm not saying... I do, I'm not saying you don't, and I'm not saying that to judge anybody, I'm saying that these are the things that the Bible tells us. For those of us who at least acknowledge the Bible, and for those of you who uh, study the Bible, and I'm one of those who study the Bible as well, uh, I never, ever feel that the Bible is fiction. I've heard a lot of people say that, and a lot of people say that for, for, for different reasons. One, they've heard this so many times from other sources. Uh, they don't see the relevance in the book, how it can help them. They say, "May well, there's a few good morals in it that you can follow. But the majority of the book is fiction. Jesus wasn't real, blah, blah, blah. That's a topic for another discussion. So I'm going to save that for now. So if some of you are feeling some kind of way, good. That means I got your attention. <laughs> Uh, But real quickly, fam, we're going to take our last commercial break. When I get back, I will continue in this reason why I used Hosea 4-6. And then we will go without any interruption, family, straight into what precepts are. What does Jesus mean? And what is allegory? And we can use the Bible for all three of those before we go outside of the Bible to use those examples in other categories. So, family, I'm your boy, J. Read it R. You are tuning in to Fable Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. Peace, peace. What it do, fam? You already know it's your boy J Rated R, and you're tuning in to Fable Radio. Want to give a huge shout out to one of my closest friends, big homie Rich Styles of Rich Styles Collection. That's right. You guys heard him on the podcast. For those of you who don't know, please check this brother out. He's definitely authentic and legit as they come. The brother's doing things globally and we definitely want to support all that he does. You can tune in to him also on Instagram. You got two accounts you can tune in to. One of them is called The Real Rich Styles. The other is just simply Real Rich Styles. And for those of you who need a quick spelling on that, you already know how to spell the, so just add Real Rich Styles to it. That's R-E-A-L-R-I-C-H-S-T-Y-L-E-S. The Real Rich Styles. The other is just simply Real Rich Styles. So definitely support this brother out, fam. I know he would appreciate it, and so would I. On that note, I hope you all continue to stay blessed. It's your boy, J-Rated R, and as always, peace and namaste. All right, all right, fam. We are back. And we left off talking about Hosea 4 6. Uh, my people suffer or are destroyed for they lack knowledge. My people are destroyed for they lack knowledge. Uh, and that's, that's just about anything you can apply to anything in life, period. Uh, even if you were somebody who didn't get that or even read that in the Bible, you could just see that from living throughout life. And experimenting with different things that if you lack knowledge in something knowledge is power he who has knowledge rules over he who has no knowledge and so that is common sense it's a commonality uh, we're also talking about precepts today family now this is not a bible lecture this is not uh, me preaching uh, and I say that because I know there is a lot of my audience who uh don't usually follow the bible for whatever personal reason me i follow it because i find relevance to it in many ways yes you will hear me say the bible gets its information from this in a lot of ways the bible's been manipulated by man the bible this the bible that but i never knock the bible in the way where i don't use it i love the bible that is as contradictive as that may sound. I definitely will explain that a little bit more to you guys later. Uh, but you know that a lot of knowledge that I have been spitting to you guys, uh, and spitting for those of you who are not, you know, uh, acclimated with old terms. Cause where I come from, we used to call it spitting. Like, I don't even know if the young folks say that anymore, but that simply just means, um, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there, not literally spitting. <laughs> um, but I felt like I had to say that because I have people of all ages to listen to my show. So uh, that being said, most likely the elder uh, generation who listen to my show probably wouldn't know what spitting means. So they're probably it as saliva or something. No, when I say I'm spitting knowledge, that means I'm putting it out there verbally. I'm, I'm talking about it. So for those of you who've heard me talk about ancient Kemet, which is another term for Egypt, Mostly, you've heard most of that on my podcast. You've heard me go into the Bible throughout all the different podcasts I've done. So that should tell you, I still use the Bible as a very relevant source of information in comparison to what we experience every day as human beings. Uh, and, but what I like to do is connect the dots and show you the relevance and how these things all come together. Uh, most people see them only as separate. And for good reason religion has done that (laughs) so uh the word of god is the word of god but it has been tampered with we can tell that it's the word of god just based on the experiences of prophecy things that have been predicted in the bible thousands and thousands of years ago are happening in our own timeline so if that doesn't tell you something in terms of its relevance i don't know what is either just blind or just got such uh uh, a naive mind that you refuse to believe something that is very obviously right in your face uh, but again that doesn't mean that everything in it you you just follow blindly you have to test the precepts upon precepts and this is what we get ready to talk about now what is a precept for those of you who do not know what a precept is uh, especially when you hear it being used in the terms of the bible um, Then this is this is for you But since we're already talking about the Bible Before I give you the actual meaning of it If you have a Bible present Or if you're interested in looking into this for yourself In the book of Isaiah chapter 28 Verse 10 It reads For precept must be upon precept Precept upon precept Line upon line Line upon line Here a little and there a little Okay, now, what does that mean? That means that a lot of people say you're taking lines out of the Bible, out of context. A lot of people do have a tendency to do that. However, what this scripture or this verse is really talking about, and I'm not going to get into the whole explanation of Isaiah and what this is talking about in this particular chapter. We're just talking about what this verse is stating. It means just what it says. But before you can understand that. For those of you who don't know what a precept is, then I have to explain to you what a precept is. All right? So when you say a precept, you know what the word uh, inception means. Incept means the beginning of something, right? Or when you accept something, that means that you are willing to take it, right? A precept is that which comes before. So when you say precept, Or what the definition of a precept can be considered. It's more so a general rule intended to regulate behavior or thought. Right? It also uh, can warrant something. But that's not what we're talking about in that particular instance. So, precept. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. That means that in order to understand the Bible, one must follow God's laws first. Because where there's laws, he would give the understanding of all of what the precepts are. What we do have a tendency to do when it comes to the Bible, especially when a lot of us are trying to prove our points, we like to quote scriptures on people. Even if that scripture doesn't fully entail all of what you're reading and you're using it just to back up what you're saying, it can be taken as a mistranslation. This is a simpler verse because it speaks for itself it doesn't need any out of context type of uh clues to talk about it it actually speaks for itself all in one verse so when you're using certain lines of trying to understand the puzzle or the mystery of the bible despite the fact that it's been tampered with by man freemasons secret societies fallen angels whatever it still tells the truth because the creator or god or the most high as you guys call them knew that this was gonna happen and so he kinda put or she I like to say she as well for those of you who are very sensitive when it comes to God uh God will just use that I don't even like using that title because that doesn't say the name of God. Well I'm just gonna say it Yahweh or Yah. Yahweh knew that the Bible would be tampered with. And so Rather than putting it all simplistically in just one place where you can read it, there's precepts upon precepts. That means that the Bible's coded. And when you know how to read the Bible, you must learn each line, each story, because the stories that lie therein of the Bible are mostly allegory. You can find that in Galatians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24, where it talks about allegory. yes, it does talk about Abraham in that particular book or that verse that I gave you. Uh, But what allegory is, and that's what we're going to talk about later in the show. So as you can see, these things definitely follow one another. Uh, Precepts, basically, family is just clues being left in the Bible that you have to study. Find yourself approved through diligent study. And God will open your eyes to show you what the Bible is really saying. Therefore, you can find all your answers to any question. Even those questions that people can't find in the Bible. Even those answers that most people can't find in the Bible. They're in the Bible. But they're in clues. They're based on precepts. Different lines upon lines. You have to connect the dots. And so, <clears throat> this is why I say the Bible is very relevant. Now, I found throughout a lot of my intense, diligent studies throughout the last 19 or 20 plus years, I'll say 19, 20, 20 plus years um, well 20 years 20 years I've been doing the studies on this still studying I found that a lot of books have been taken out of the Bible you'll find that a lot of the stories that were considered to be doctrines of devils are relevant to the Bible stories that even predate the Bible is where a lot of the Bible got a lot of its stories from whether that's allegory metaphorically or literal and we've got we don't have no time to get into any of that because like I said that kind of conversation is a conversation within itself and it would actually take a few series just to get into the bulk of it it's worth it And we can make it very entertaining here on Pharaoh Radio For those of you who really want to have a lesson into this Or talk about it I'll be more than happy to, you know To to organize that Because it definitely takes preparation It's not something I could just talk through Like I'm talking to you guys right now With this show Or most of my shows I actually Stuff like that You have to have sources You have to be able to uh, Have references Where you can show and guide people As you're talking about these things So Yeah, we're not going to do that today, fam. But at the same time, um, these precepts are definitely throughout the Bible and they do give greater wisdom and understanding. And the Bible does tell you, you know, the first step to wisdom is the fear of God. Now, a lot of you automatically who heard that don't agree with that. That's your perception, your opinion you one of these people who follow the exact word of God, and you don't have an opinion because it's not coming from you. It's coming from God. And a lot of us don't like to hear things that the Bible tells us. We like to hear what sermons and ministers tell us because it feeds to our ego. We like to talk and talk about how much God is about love. But according to the Bible, if the word of God told you what you does, what god loves and what god hates and you say well god couldn't hate anything he's god he's a god of love well according to the bible and i have to keep saying it like that because a lot of you will get mad at me just for talking about the bible but this is coming directly from the bible and i'm not going to give scriptures for that today so for those of you who are really trying to inquire some of what i'm saying um i'm trying not to make this a bible um show today a biblical topic yes the bible is very relevant and so a lot of what i'm about to explain to you in the terms of precepts exegesis and allegory most of that will be demonstrating to you out of the bible because a lot of you are familiar with the bible so i will touch up on certain scriptures to show you where these things are but i'm not going to go into a whole full meaning because like i said that would just go into something completely altogether different than what we're talking about on the show today so a precept family you can look it up if you need to it's in the Bible as well in Isaiah 28 verse 10 this is how you can go from Colossus to Galatians to St. John to Hebrews a lot of you say well that's Old Testament stuff but God is the same yesterday and today and tomorrow right He never changes. So, therefore, his words don't change. And yes, he did create a new covenant. That was his bond between man. Because remember, in the Old Testament, he got so disgusted with man that he was ready to give up on him. But he had his prophets always be his words. See, so you guys misinterpret what a prophet really is. You most, you most of you think that a prophet is somebody who tells you what's going to happen before it happens. That's exactly what a prophet is. However, the word of God is prophecy. For your, for your Messiah, who a lot of people call Jesus, I will call Yahshua or either Yahweh Jesus is talking in the in the New Testament. I mean, in the Old Testament as well. See we'll have to have Bible discussions On that later family And then I will also show you How these things tie into ancient Egypt Because Egypt according to the Bible Is the house of bondage And that God took the Israelites His people out of bondage Out of Egypt But then when we broke the commandments And he saw what type of people we were Through our bloodline and genealogy He said In prophecy, he was going to put us back into bondage through ships. Now, who are the people who came over here? And America is now known as the new Babylon or the new Egypt. The house of bondage. The new Sodom and Gomorrah. The new Roman. The new Rome. I mean, it's America. Look at the debauchery. The disrespect, the undisciplined mind, and the crazy-ass behavior our children and adults are displaying. The drugs and the, 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 the harlot and Jezebel's walking around. Y'all will call them thoughts and hoes now. Just look at all this shit and look at what they're accepting. You know, debauchery is accepted now. Vulgar behavior is accepted now. Vile, loathsome, disgusting behavior is considered the norm now. Doesn't your Bibles talk about this? People will become lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. You can look at this in, in 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. Right? People will fall away from the faith. Taking heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. That's in 1 Timothy chapter 4. So, if the Bible isn't real, then how come everything in it is happening? Look at what's going on in your political government at just so-called president this guy's a joke but he's doing what he's supposed to do he's following the protocol according to the Bible he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do according to the book of Daniel and Revelations so I want you all not because I'm, I'm talking about the Bible I want you all to for those of you who are reading the Bible say it's too hard I need translations yeah when you're reading the original King James you do but I want you to study the King James anyway. Get you a regular Bible and compare it to King James. How many times in English do you need a translation? Let me make, make let me be clear about that. The Bible is in English, even if even if it's in old English or Anglo-Saxon of King James time. OK, where out thou and thee? You can't understand that. So you have to go to a new international version or all these different newer versions of the Bible. And each time you read a certain scripture in the Bible, the words in it are so different. It changes the whole context of the Bible. That is another misoverlooked deception that a lot of you have fallen into. Because you're so bent on trying to find easier ways to translate the word that the word has been taken completely out of its own context just by them changing a lot of the basic words did you know in the book of Hosea chapters 12 and 13 it says I the Lord am from the land of Egypt which makes him a what? an Egyptian God but you say how could that be possible? he's a Hebrew God he's, he's an Israelite God who freed the Israelites from the bondage of Egyptians precept after precept fam if you studied ancient Kemet which is Egypt in it's truest form meaning have you actually read the pyramid text you ever read the hieroglyphs or the metal nectar as they say the language of the gods have you ever really studied it you would know that a lot of the things that man has put in the bible as far as Egypt is concerned there are truth to it and there's some lack thereof and I'm not here to, to tell you what that is so you definitely need the Bible. So now that we have a clear understanding basically of what a precept is, and we've seen it in the scriptures, and we've seen it through reading it for ourselves online, and you have an idea of what a precept is, now that maybe, hopefully, would give a lot of you encouragement in going back and learning how to reread your Bible again, even if you don't know what it means. Just read it, learn it. But don't be so quick to quote scriptures and throw shit in people's face, man. Okay? Because there's a lot of things that you're quoting that you don't fully get the full context of. And that's all of us. Um but we can have this kind of conversation all, all, for hours, days upon days, debating, 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 and still finding ourselves to study this word. A lot of you would say meditation is evil. But the Bible tells you in Joshua chapter one verses eight through nine to meditate on the words in this book. Let that be your guide. Take your minds off of this waka flocker and you know all these different debauchery and loathsome, disgusting ass songs that denigrate our women and you know <laughs> promote injustice and disrespect, killing, shooting stabbing, you know, and we wonder why we're in a state of mind that we're in. We got a lot of unclean spirits on us, fam. Okay. But stick to the precepts, precept upon precept, line upon line, little here, a little there. So you are getting it. You get a little here, you get a little there. That's how it works. And you see that in Isaiah chapter 28, verse 10. now, Allegory I think a lot of us pretty much know what allegory is But for those of us who need a quick reminding Or a reminder of what it is For those of us who've never heard the word Because there's always a first for everything Somewhere from somebody So if that's you, no worries Because if you didn't, if you haven't heard it You heard it here on Fayetteville Radio You heard it here, you heard it first It's always what I say Allegory What is allegory? Well if you look it up in the dictionary Basically, it'll come to some meaning of it's a story, a poem of some sort, or a picture that can be uh, basically interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, right? Typically, a moral or a political one, but nonetheless, it's still a hidden meaning that reveals something. And it's like I said, if you read the book of Proverbs, there's a lot of allegory in that. Because Proverbs is a poem, right? Very powerful, though. And so a lot of meanings in all of our poems. I'm a poet. I write poetry. You know, I have a lot of meaning in it. I have a lot of double meanings in it. I have a lot of literal meanings in it. It's all in one. Basically, it's just all in one. I mean what I say. I say what I mean. But I'm also going even deeper than what you can imagine. Because at the heart of a poet, that's what they do. That's what we do. But the Bible does tell you, starting in... Well, not starting it, but I'll give you Galatians chapter 4, verses 22 22 through 24. You'll see there's allegory there. And uh, allegory, family, is just, it falls in line with the moral of a story. Now, an allegory is a story. It's a poem or a picture of something, fam. So, it almost is sort of a form of personification or anthropomorphizing something behind the words of something is an allegory right the meaning behind the words that are hidden or the meaning that is hidden shall I say not the words but the meaning that is hidden behind the words is what's considered an allegory you feel me so you know I want you all to just pontificate and ponder on that for a second it's it's basically the expression by means of something symbolic symbolic meanings for instance a lot of these secret societies use emblems and symbolism to communicate their true meaning another way that you could put it is the truth is hidden in plain sight because it's hidden through allegory you don't see the true meaning it's behind or hidden From the masses of people It's clandestine On a massive scale You feel me? So Yeah The Bible even tells you Now we'll have to use the Bible again Because the Bible will even tell you There's allegory in it I gave you one of those chapters Galatians chapter 4 Verse 22 through 24 Right? I told you And (laughs) <laughs> Within allegory, you have what's called exeget, exegesis. Now, some of you are saying, what? Exa? who? <laughs> exegesis. And I'll, I'll go on to explain what that is very shortly here. But I want all of us to understand when it comes to interpretation on allegorical type things, we're talking about something that is assumed or something that is hidden or something that is focused on a spiritual sense but it's not coming straight out and seeing it you have to be able to uh, interpret read behind the lines things like that so Genesis can be to some degree Because it's talking about more than one type of thing. Right? And so, you already know Galatians chapter 4 verse 24 talks about it. Okay? And this is why I want people to get more acclimated with terms. There's spiritual allegories all throughout your Bible. If you go to uh, St. John chapter 10, verse 1 through 16 and read that. The one where it says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up some other way. You read into that, it's not talking about literally going through a door following sheep. You got to know what that means. Or the one scripture where it talks about enter to the house of the man carrying the pitcher of water. From there, he can help you. I'm paraphrasing right now. This is all in your New Testament in the four Gospels about the man carrying a pitcher of water Jesus was telling his disciples. Because the man that he's referring to is not a little man. As you may think it when you read it, he's talking about a zodiac sign, which is the age of Aquarius, the water barrier, right? Which is an air sign. Jesus is the age of Pisces, age of the fish. That's why he's the fisher of men. Like you guys got to really start getting with it. So that's what I mean by allegories. Right? The book of Job is the oldest book in the entire Bible. Because it's an Egyptian book. You know there are no J's in any of those times. Any of the Syritic languages. In fact, there wasn't even any J's that we could use until the 15th century. So Jesus' name in Greek would be Iesus, right? Now we know his true name is Yahshua. Or Shah, right? Just like we know Jacob's name wasn't Jacob, it was Yaqub. John's name was Yohanan. So it's like you have all these different things. So what were these names of these other guys? We're not going to get into that because that's not what this is about. I'm just trying to show you precepts, allegories. And now we're going to have to touch a little bit on Jesus. What is exegesis? What is that? I've heard it. You're saying probably to yourself, but you don't know what it means. And am I pronouncing it right for some of you who are confused? Let me spell it out for you. E is an Eddie. X is an X-Ray. E is an Eddie. G is not Go. S is not Sam. That's one way you can spell it. <sighs> well, actually, I didn't spell that right. <laughs> it's E is an Eddie, X is an X-ray, E is an Eddie, G is in Go, E is an Eddie, S is in Sam, I is in Isis or ice cream, and then S as in Sam. Exegesis. There you have it. The computer just said it for you. Exegesis. And what it means is it's basically an explanation or a critical interpretation of a text critical being keyword here but interpretation being the follow-up why is it critically something that needs to be interpreted because it's allegory there's meaning behind it that's hidden that's why it needs to be critically explained properly so that it doesn't be taken literally Now, I'm not here to tell you what is to take be taken seriously and not. It's even allegories should to be taken seriously, but just not literally in the, in the way that you're reading in the context. Somebody wants to write something in code. They're not going to just put it in plain words for you to know. They're going to put it in a secret language within a language. Right, they're gonna hide the context of, of of what they do behind the words, so that those who have been trained or have a keen eye, or those who are also of the same like minds, will be able to read past the words to see the real, the real words. So, anytime something metaphorically is being said to you, it's a form of allegory. And so, a lot of the Bible's context, or a lot of the Bible, even though it's been manipulated severely a lot of it has allegory in it because it's not that it's not so much real it's more meaning behind it than what you've been taught or what you're able to see because you haven't put precept upon precept line upon line together and critically interpreted it through exegesis and it's funny that that name says exegesis because the whole bible is talking about jesus Because Jesus in the Bible is basically saying that he is the whole volume of the entire book, not just New Testament. He's the volume of the entire book, which was made upon and made specifically for him. So. You guys got to understand, overstand, understand and withstand. This is allegory. This is why it's confusing to a lot of people who try to read the Bible it would also help to learn some of the Hebrew translations. Now, a lot of the Aramaic or Paleo-Hebrew is what they would say Jesus spoke, which much more ancient form of Aramaic than what it is today because there was no vowels and things like that. Now, if you start talking about vowels and you're talking about a washed and watered down version of Aramaic, or as you guys like to say, Hebrew, Hebrew is not a language. But anyway, if you want to use that term, Uh, They have a lot of Mesoretic Vows and things that were added Through these false Jews And I'm not going to get into that right now But what I want you to know is When you're reading your Bible in English Study it with open heart Meditate on asking what does it mean And Asking it shall be given Seeking ye shall find Knocking the door shall open That's Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 So Meditate on the words therein in the book Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 through 9 Meditate on that. Understand that the Bible is based on secret codes and allegory. Galatians chapter 4 verse 24 Understand that in order to read that You have to read each thing And keep going back and keep going back And you'll find the references that that go together So it's not out of context It's only out of context Because you don't understand the precept upon precept Lines upon lines Isaiah chapter 28 verse 10 I just put it all together for you To give you an idea how to read and study your Bible (laughs) So this is what I say When you find yourself When you study You find yourself approved Right? Right? That's what this whole thing is really about in life, period. Study to show yourself approved. All right. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's right there in your Bible, man. That's in 2nd Timothy, chapter two, verse 15. Right. Study to show thyself approved unto God. All right. So that's in 2nd Timothy, chapter two, verse 15. That's why I always say that on my shows. And the more you do that, the precepts will start coming together. You'll start seeing them. You'll start spiritually having knowledge and wisdom. Because my people are what? They're destroyed for they lack knowledge. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. They don't know the precepts upon precepts. No one's going to tell you in this government who the hell you really are. Twelve tribes of Judah. There's 18 nations that were created on on this planet. And according to the Bible, Jew is not one of them. German is not one of them. Why am I saying they are not one of them? Because they don't go by those names in the Bible. Black and African American is not in the Bible. European is not in the Bible. So, yes, the Hebrew Israelite brothers are on to something. Those who are diligently holding true to what they they study and believe in. There's a lot of them out here that's full of shit. There's a lot of everything out here that's full of shit. Because it comes in the guise of that which you're trying to find truth in. Darkness is everywhere, family. So when I say don't knock ancient Kemet, don't knock it till you study it. Because there's a lot of similarities between Yahshua and Tahuti, also known as Lord Toth or Hermes Trismegistus, meaning three in one. Or Hermes the Thrice, Thrice the Great. We will be having a con. Uh, we will be having uh, some talks coming up this week. Hopefully, uh, I will be doing a podcast, specially on Tahuti, or A.K.A. Lord Toph, the Greek version of Tahuti. That's his Greek name. Greeks gave Tahuti the name Toph. His real name in ancient Kemet would be Dejahuti, with a D in front of it. D is not David right a d-j-h-e-t-u-y or t-y the Jehuty. he's also called Tot t-a-u-h-t or tahut so he has many names and your bible does talk about reincarnation by the way for john the baptist was also said to be elijah this came out of the mouth of jesus himself how could one man be another man from a different lifetime Well, he had to reincarnate. Jesus has incarnated. And other. we're not going to get into that. I told you this was not going to be a full Bible discussion, so I'm going to stick to it. But what I wanted you guys to see, and that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about on that family, is that allegory is basically the hidden meaning behind words, context, poetry, plays, uh, different things, movies, subliminal messaging. Is a form of allegory. When you see there's meaning behind something, it's an allegory. Simple as that. Nothing hard about it. You know, we like to, oftentimes, we like to make things complicated because we do not want to do the work ourselves. You can teach a man how to fish, he'll eat for life. But if you just keep giving him a fish, he'll only eat for a day. What happens when you don't teach him how to fish and you don't have no fish to give him? He's gonna starve to death. <laughs> <laughs> you, know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> you know, because he don't know how to do it himself. So you have to again, second Timothy, chapter two, verse 15. You have to study to find yourself approved unto God. Right. Put in that body of work. You guys are doing it every day. For those of you who have businesses, you know that this stuff doesn't happen overnight. You know that if you want something, you're going to have to fail at it before you become successful at it, because you got to go through trial and error. Having the will to continue learning from your mistakes. That is how you find yourself approved. Repent is the Bible would say. Following the laws of the most high. And all these other things will be added unto you. Isn't that what the Bible says. Of course that's what it says. So no, I'm not just going with the Bible family. The Bible, yes, has been the main concept. Keyword, sept concept of today's topics because the words that we're focusing on, you can find mostly in your Bible. However, these words don't just exist in the Bible. They exist outside of the Bible in everyday life. And this is what I'm trying to get you guys to see. Whether you're studying ancient culture, whether you're studying ancient literature, whatever you're studying, whatever plays you're in, if you're an actor or actresses, if you're a poet, whatever you are, whatever you are, There's always going to be a precept to it because it lines up with one thing to another. A precept is a line of things that line up to another precept to give you a dot that connects to another dot. And once you connect the dots, you get a picture, a broader picture. That's what a precept basically its job is, is to lead you from one thing to another so that when you come out of it, you can see how it all added up. You can see the summation of the whole thing in its totality. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. So whether it's the Bible, whether it's Egyptology, all of it, you study it, you put it all together. You see how it all lines up. Precept upon precept, line upon line. That's what I'm trying to tell you, fam. A lot of us have a lot of book knowledge. We can read a lot of books. We can piece things together and you still don't know shit. You feel me? Because you're missing the main ingredient of completion, right? Get out of your ego, okay? Stop saying because you got a degree in this that you're this and you're that. A degree number a piece of paper to certify you and saying that you, are quali- you qualify for whatever it is you majored in. And that's a good thing. That's a great individual accolade. But if you ain't applying it to make a difference, to show others how these things work, how they connect, it don't mean shit. Okay so ego check yourself, stay humble, always be willing to learn because for some of us we're always ever learning but never knowing. And I know some of you or a lot of you have heard that before. Somebody is always ever learning but never gaining wisdom. That's in Second Timothy 2 by the way, chapter 3 verse 7. just want you all to know that always learning but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth so <laughs> you know I don't care what your title is I don't care if you're Muslim I don't do religion religion is, is is the word religion comes from the word which means to tie fast or to be kept in bondage so if you're interested in being spiritually a slave kept in bondage with no knowledge of self and this is why in Hosea 4 6 people are destroyed for they lack knowledge because they don't study to find themselves approved, then there's no need in us having a conversation if you're one of those people. You're always ever learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. So stop being so damn narrow-minded. Change the narrative of your story. Get familiarized, acclimated with what's going on family on that note we're going to go ahead and conclude this show for today it wasn't going to be a very long one but I wanted you all to just kind of get the idea of where I'm going with this because there's been a lot of speculation I've been talking to a lot of you individually and I myself have been going through some spiritual transforming or transformation I'm always going through something spiritually that the creator of all things wants me to see Whether it's in codes, whether it's in numbers, whether it's in precepts, by precepts, these are all precepts line upon line. And uh, when you focus on something, when you put your attention on it, you're giving it energy. You're giving it life. You're bringing it into fruition. And it will be responsive. You have to be ready to respond. Okay? So whatever you're doing, do it with an open heart. Do it with love. Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and the door shall open. Again, for those of you who need the Bible, that's Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. And uh, I was told by a great friend of mine to start giving more Bible references whenever I speak on the Bible. Uh, I told her that I usually do, but I definitely took the suggestion to heart, and I appreciate her. Uh, And on that note, uh, and thank you, T. She knows who she is. Uh, she told me that a few days ago. So to Trina, I want to say thank you for that. Um, so yeah, I hope I've given you guys something to look at, something to go by, but more than anything, this is not just about the Bible family. This can apply to everything. Again, I I, I just want to stress and emphasize on the word play here. Everything. Okay. Whatever it is, whatever. Okay. Another word I want to stress, whatever you're doing. Do it with passion. Stick to it, even when it seems hard. That's because you're being tested. This is your testament. All right? You can't have a little bit of good and no bad in your life. You got to have a little bad because that's called duality. Here, as a human being on this planet, you're going to experience bad and good. Some of us have an imbalance or an influx of what we go through, though. Some of us experience more bad than good. It's not balance. We got to find the balance in these things. Stay in the word. Find yourself approved. Pray. And that's another thing. I sent a few of you secretly a video. That I'm close to, I sent y'all some videos um, on that. But that's not a heel there. This is a conversation. This not about praying. We'll talk about that on the show. I did kind of go into that a little bit when I talked about spiritual ritual technology. Um, for those of you who are also want to know a little bit about rituals, definitely refer back to my podcast. It's a five-part series. It's called Ancient Kemet. Pyramid technology, spiritual ritual technology, royal bloodlines, pharaohs, etc. All of that is under one name, but it is in five different parts. So start with part one, please. (laughs) Don't play two and three, you know, uh, you know, first play it chronologically in order. Part one, two, three, four, and then five. And it'll all make sense. Um, On that note, family, we definitely will be coming back this week. I'm not sure if we're going to be having the... um, Podcast tomorrow with LA show. Like I said, pray for that sister. She's going through a lot right now uh, in her personal life with her family and whatnot. Uh, and we definitely, definitely uh, want to show her our love and give her our gratification. If you haven't supported her or checked her out, now's the time to do so. Uh, you can refer to this commercial uh, break that's coming up at the end of the show. Uh, on her information. I did play the commercial in our last commercial break, but I would definitely play it again uh, on this next commercial break before the show ends. So definitely get familiar with the sister. Show her your love. She's definitely putting in a huge body of work in the communities and globally all over. She's definitely taking a lot of time to do that, family. And on that note, we are going to conclude Pharaoh Radio Show today on the topics of precepts, exegesis, allegory, etc. I'm your boy, J. Reid all. It's truly been a blessing. And until next time, y'all be safe. Peace and namaste. Hey, hey, hey. Greetings, family. It's your boy, J. Reid all. And you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Today we're giving a very, very, very special shout out to a very, very, very successful businesswoman. And she's got her own podcast, fam. You guys may probably already know her. But I'm here to give a shout out to L.A. Show. That's right. L.A. Show is in the house. And if you ever, ever are interested in getting any type of of real news whether it's on black media whether it's about black businesses black talent and promotions or any type of news in general definitely want to check this sister out show her your love give her all of your attention definitely subscribe and share with your friends and family and definitely, definitely keep supporting her on everything she does she also has a YouTube channel as well fam and if you go to her Instagram L.A. Show She actually has the link to her YouTube channel in her bio. So, why are you still listening to me? Definitely get on and check this sister out. She's all of that and a whole lot more. I'm your boy, J-Rate all. And as always, y'all be good and safe. I'm signing off saying peace and namaste.